Welcome to the Greatest Choice Podcast. Challenging you to make greater choices. All right, welcome everybody to the Greatest Choice Podcast. I'm here with my brothers Nilto, yo. Rodrigo, What's going on? and Gabe. Hey, yo. Hey, guys, I'm your host, Victor. It's a lovely to be here tonight. We're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about friendship, okay, which is something that is so impactful in our lives. We all have had friends and have friends growing up, and whether we like to admit it or not, our friends become a part of our lives and a part of our history. And it's such an, an important topic that we're like, hey, let's talk about friendship. You know, like everybody has friends, everybody had experiences, and we're going to share some of our experiences with our friends, our colleagues. And Noto, nothing better than you to start the subject because it's tradition here at TGC. So the wisest. The wisest, yes. Go yes. ahead, man. Well, so friendships. Um, from a very young age, from my parents, I had this um, distinction of who to call a friend. So the street right I lived in, there was a soccer field, like right at the bottom of the hill. And I would be there often playing soccer and kids would come in from the neighborhood. And there would always be some kid that you connect with. And then I would run back home and be like, Hey mom, can I go to my friend's house to play with him? And then she's like, all right, where's his house? Who's this kid? What's his name? I don't know him. I don't know his family. It's like, Oh yeah, it's this guy that I just met. And from then on, she was always like, look, they're not your friends. They're just colleagues. Amigo y colega. So I, from then on, I learned this distinction of like who to call a friend and who to call a colleague because colleagues are circumstantial, right? So you have colleagues at work. You have colleagues at the gym you attend. You have colleagues on all kinds of places, which can develop into a friendship. But those people, they're just there because of something in common that they have with you. Now, a friend, because I was able to define from a very young age, it gave me the foundation as I grew up to differentiate and be like, okay, this guy is a friend and this guy is just somebody that I know. So I think it's, uh, it was a good way for me to look at it, to be able to distinct and not to just assume everybody's, assume a, everybody's a friend. Exactly. But yeah. I like, I like what you said that colleagues are <clears throat> circumstantial. Circumstantial. Okay. Yes. Um, Gabe, do you think, that friends can be circumstantial too? Yeah, 100%. I think there's seasonal friendships in our life. Like, there's people who kind of just, you know, pass through. Not saying that they weren't a blessing. Not saying that, the, you know, there wasn't any value that they brought to the table or you brought to the table. Um, but there's people that come and go. And that's that's fine. You know, I, I feel like that's kind of like the, the circle of life. Um, I have many friends, people that I've met, you know, that today we're, we're just not as close as we were in the past. I see them, everything's fine, right. you know, but, um, for a certain point in my life, whether I was a kid or, or a teenager, we were very close, but now as adults, it, it's like not as close anymore, but I don't really feel sad about that. And I don't think they do either. Um, because now everybody's moving on with their life they have their own thing going on but if i see them it's like yo what's up bro like how you doing you know and it's it's fine and i think that's normal with everybody but what so do you think changed like i think what changed um 
a lot of times people go their separate ways or maybe we don't have let's say opportunities to meet up um a lot of times maybe both of us just don't put the effort into trying in that friendship anymore and it's kind of like a mutual thing or we find other people and it's it's fine would you say that maybe you just don't share the same interests anymore yeah that could be it too that because be when too. You, when Yuta talks about circumstantial friendships i'm thinking about late when you're a kid you 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 either meet people at in school or in our case church right mm -hmm. but you don't really choose those friends like they're they're there and you kind of like just grow up with them right right as you get older and you define who you want to be define your purpose maybe those friends just don't align with those purp that purpose anymore right i think like you i kind of outgrow their values exactly i think yeah. that that for me it's why some friendships are circumstantial like and, and like you said like you're always gonna be able to talk to that person and have a sort of intimacy because you've you know each other very well but you can't really share your experiences and expect some insight from that friendship anymore because it's a different view i think it starts going from like a seasonal friendship and then it and then it just starts becoming a, a shallow friendship after seasonal because there's one point in your lives where you guys share the same interests, you're doing the same things. Like some, when I started working out, I was working out with one group of friends and then we just kind of outgrew each other. We went our separate ways, but we got to a point where I realized, oh, this is kind of a shallow friendship. You know, we're not really adding value to each other. So that's when we went from seasonal friends to a shallow friendship to back to colleagues, like Lee, like Neil said, right? Um, so... I think it's just a matter of knowing when that switch is and just kind of transitioning smoothly because you don't want to lose that relationship with that person. So a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, your definition of a, a shallow friendship is just somebody who, who's not adding value to the friendship anymore? It's when you're not adding value to each other. Okay. You know, you guys are not, if you're not aligned with your purpose and you're, you're around people who also aren't aligned with their own purpose, they can deviate you from your own path. I'll say <clears throat> friendship, I think we also have to look at it based on time because if you think about it, there's a lot of childhood friends that don't last your, your whole life, yeah. right? Because right. when you're young, like in your teens or like when you're a kid, a friend is only a matter of someone who lives close enough to you that you can have fun with, right? So like I had friends like in my condominium, we would be playing basketball together, we would ride bikes together, we would play hide and seek and do all these things. But that's kind of what your friendship entails when you're young. When you go into your teenage years, you maybe have like a someone who plays a sport with you and it's still a matter of just having fun because there's no responsibility. So I think the distinction that we make is that after a certain age, your friendships become detrimental to your life because now the people that you're hanging out with like you said, they could either deviate you from your path or they can be people that are adding value to your life yeah. to help you become a better man, more successful, push you to actually do things because now you have all these responsibilities that a friend is just not someone to have fun with, right? And it, yeah. it takes time for you to actually understand what that means because it's tough to get out of the comfort zone. Right. Yeah. You, you are there. You have a group of friends that you always hang around with and you're always doing the same thing. We all know that guy that still lives in high school, that he's, he's doing the same thing he used to do in high school. 
I'm hanging out with the buddies and doing the same thing, wearing the same jacket from his football team. The guy doesn't even fit in the jacket anymore. He's hanging the jacket around his neck. Yeah, it's the same goal as he had when he was in exactly. high school. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Next year, I'm going to move out of my parents' house. The dude's 36. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the reason why this is so important and relevant, okay? Because, Gabe, you mentioned something, and I, I want to get back to it. I believe that friendship, it has to be a give-and-take relationship. I, I, I don't believe in one-sided friendship. Like, if I'm friends with you, Nilto, and all I do is add to your life, but you, you don't add anything to my life, I don't think that's called a friendship. What, do you, what would you guys define that as? That's mentoring, basically. I well, think I, mentorship yeah. is actually a very good... It's a, it's a very distinct relationship, yeah. mentorship. But when you talk about the shallow friendship, I think the way that I would define a shallow friendship, which I think a lot of people have... And I think this episode, the main goal here is for people to self-analyze and see, kind of assess their friendships, right? Excuse me. But a shallow friendship is a friendship that keeps you in your comfort zone, like you said. Yeah. So if someone is not challenging you and there are certain behaviors or things that you do that you have a friend who kind of like, yeah, man, let's just keep it, keep it right here. That's the kind of shallow friendship because they're not adding any value. So you just stay at that level. And I'll speak from personal experience. Me and Victor's friendship, for example, was very shallow for a while. We kept each other in the hole because we were both, like we talked about in the last episode, addicted to FIFA, right? So we were always telling each other, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And the conversation just kept it at that. So neither of us were like, oh, I hope he doesn't give up FIFA because if he does, then I'm going to feel terrible about it. <laughs> was it? Is it not true? <laughs> right? And that's the thing because in we – In my c- mind, it was like – and Yoto is much older than me. He's still playing FIFA. I got a few years ago. Exactly. <laughs> we had that conversation and we self kind of like self, uh, what's the word? We're trying to kind of like excuse ourselves to keep exactly. playing. Exactly. And we yeah. kept each other. Yeah, man, let's just keep playing. It's fun. You know, we're I'm not, so we're not drinking. We're not gambling. We're not, we could be doing so much worse. It's all good. That it's was all good. always my reasoning behind it. It was always, and we have other friends that were in that same idea. Like our headspace was there. So like, let's not challenge ourselves to grow out of this because we are comfortable and that's a very shallow friendship. And now looking at where we are today and the fact that we're both on each other's faces, confrontational. Now, now I see you this guys are friends An actual friendship. Yeah. Because yeah. we were to get like, we were colleagues just because he was dating my sister. So yeah. like it was circumstantial. Like, yeah, this guy's dating my sister. So I have to hang out with this guy. If he wasn't dating my sister. Then yeah. I'm so, so I, glad that you said that. Cause I actually, one of the verses that I want to bring, it kind of, it already kind of tells us what a friend is, right? Uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen it says, "Friends challenge each other to meet the highest good." Mm. So they hold wow. each other accountable. They hold each other accountable. So you guys were just challenging each other for FIFA. That's not a. That's not a lot of friendship. We, we like hold said. each other accountable to FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> to FIFA. Yeah, and but, we talk about FIFA between me and Victor, but I think people can can associate this with a lot of things. So yeah. like. We talked about being addicted to sports, right? And you just stay in that realm or whatever it is. Like when you keep a friendship just at that level, I think everybody has it in the back of their mind. Like I hope he doesn't change because then I'll feel terrible about having to change as well, which is I think that's the shallowness of wow. a lot of friendships today. But here's here's where, here's where we turn the switch, okay, in our relationship. We started talking more about the things that were relevant to us. So we started talking more about because we did, we did have a lot of things in common, right? This, we became family, right? That's that's a huge thing. But also we had a business mindset. Like the, our framework was always to, hey, uh, I wanted to start my own business. This is how I think. 
And then Newton actually has a completely different brain. Like I'm very strategic, numerical person. And Newton is more like the illustrational guy. He he comes in with a completely different perspectives. And then we combined our framework and we developed something great. We got Exodus. Name we got and Exodus. We got, we got BYOB. We got the TGC. So yeah. maybe your the friends that you currently have. It's not. I'm not. We're not telling you just completely leave them aside. Right. But start changing the framework of your conversation. Right. Start changing your habits a little bit, and you're gonna find a completely different side to that friend that you have. Because if Newton and I didn't change that framework, one out of two things would happen. We would either stop being friends. Right. Or we would stay where we were before in the and comfort zone. Listen, th there's another thing that I kind of want would like our audience to understand. Sometimes when you try to change the framework of your conversation, it's not always going to work. Because I have had an experience where I was friends with a person for, I think, like four years. And I tried. I was like, hey, man, we got to... You got to make some money. We got to change our lives. Like th there's more to life than this. Like it'd be a Saturday night. We'd be playing FIFA, <laughs> you know? And, um, I'd be like, there's more to this. There's more to this, more to this. And the person isn't always going to want to change. So that's when you got to kind of understand and be like, okay, I tried to change the framework with this person, but it's not really working. Uh, let me try something else. And that's when I found a deeper friendship with Victor. I can relate a lot to this guy because, um, he was one of the people who actually always challenged me to meet the highest good, even when I didn't know it, right? Even in the beginning, I remember you would just you would just come to me and be like, hey, man, so what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm a server right now. And be like, how much do you make? Like, uh, I make enough. He's like, yeah, but what do you want to do with your life? I was like, oh, I, I eventually I want to, I don't know. And then he was a person who got me to start thinking about those things, and then that's when he, he was like, hey, come work with, come work at the bank. Come work with me. So he's like one of the people who actually helped me grow a lot in life. And I found that in him. And it kind of got to a point where I was like, this guy is kind of like a big brother to me. Because I also have a, uh, an older brother in Brazil who's also white and kind of looks like you. And <laughs> his, name, his, name is, his, his name is Victor as well. So it, oh, it wow, was great. Wow. Whoa, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. So, like, you guys kind of got to understand when you can change your framework, and sometimes God is just kind of going to hand it to you on a silver platter. Right? So, I think what's important throughout this conversation, uh, something that you mentioned is, in your friendship, a lot of times, you will complement each other. I think that happens here in this podcast. Like, each of us, we have different skills um, that we can bring to the table, right? right? And I feel like that helps us grow in our own personal life in this podcast, uh, whether it's our different mindsets uh, in terms of like the way we think about things. Like you said, like Noto has a more artistic way of viewing things, whereas you might be more of like a, a numbers guy, right? So we bring that together so that we can bring something to the table that will uh, hopefully become, in the future we become a success. powerful unit. Yeah, 100%. Right, like, and I man. think the, the transition where you actually mentioned is where this friendship becomes a brotherhood which is kind of like how the 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 bible tells us to be um one thing that you talked about um sorry there's a buzz in my ear that kind of threw me off sorry uh yeah hop on i forgot what i was gonna <laughs> well sorry. one of one of the things that i would say is let's challenge ourselves if you look at your circle of friends today right and i am a really strong believer that you're the sum of the five people around you, 
Uh, it's not just me talking. It's in the Bible. Uh, it's talked about, right? And Jesus actually, during his uh, stay here on earth, right, if we put it this way, during his 33 years here, one of the things he was big on was surrounding himself around people that needed him, people that were sick that needed healing. And he passed that on to his disciples and apostles. And if you guys, when we think about this, maybe what needs to change in your circle of friendship is you, not your friends. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you need to be that Bible in that person's life. Maybe you need to represent Jesus. Because I'll tell you one thing. Um, I've always been surrounded with a lot of people. A lot of people. You see, I didn't say colleagues. I didn't say friends. I didn't say... I, I've always been surrounded with a lot of people that I didn't even know because of the job that I had. And, and for me, it was very easy to get confused. Most pe people were nice to me. I was like, oh, this guy is nice. Okay, let me bring them to my house. And I would bring that person to my home. And I would go out with that person. And that person didn't bring anything to, anything to my life. But because I didn't have a purpose in mind, I was easily influenced. And that's when the mistake happens. So in order for you to understand when to make that switch, you need to find your purpose. We keep talking about this. Find your purpose. And then everything will become clearly, clear to you. Because when you go to a party, right? I used to drink. I used to drink a lot. I used to go out, party, do everything that, you know, we... The, the media associates with like fun, right? That's what I used to do. When I changed my framework and I understood that there's more to life and it's not what Jesus expected of me here, I would go to the to a party, for example, and they would people wouldn't see me drinking and out of the sudden I was like, oh, why is he not drinking? Like what changed? You start, people start to get curious, right? Um, when, when you start getting shape and you look different, people are like, how'd you do it? Why are you doing this? And they started to criticize you. But what you, what you you may not think so, but those people start questioning themselves. Hey. It's projection. Yes. Yeah. But they start questioning themselves. And it's like, okay, maybe I can do it too. If this guy was doing all these things that I'm doing now, maybe you're going to be that motivation that they need to get out of the situation that they're in. And that's our purpose as Christians here. You talked about... <clears throat> trying to change people. I just actually read it this morning that it's like when you consider how hard it is for you to make changes yourself, you will realize how impossible it is for you to change somebody else. So you got to be the change, like you said. So you have a friendship, right? And we talked about this shallow friendship where people just don't want to get out of that comfort zone. When you make that change in yourself, it's exactly what you said. You challenge that person. And that's when you know if that's a friend that you can carry on with you or you're just going to outgrow that friendship. Because you can make the decision because people, people frown upon change. Like, oh, yeah, you're different. Like, yeah, well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. You're supposed to change. You're supposed to grow. So if you have friends that you consider friends because of, like, how much time you've had with that person or how intimate you are with that person, then if that person is not ready to kind of make that leap with you, then it's okay. It's like you said. It's that seasonal friendship. Like, yeah, you had a good run, and you just kind of outgrow that friendship. I have friends that – um, I have a good buddy of mine, really good friend, who lives down in Florida. I don't spend time with him. I see him maybe like once every two years. But I consider him a really good friend based on the things we talk about. We share things about fatherhood. We talk about business. We talk about things that kind of like keep each other up and we motivate each other. We have conversations. I love his family. He loves my family. So we have like a really strong bond, even though we're not close together. Mm -hmm. But it's that, that, that also, that also um, other verse in Proverbs that it talks about 
a friend, like iron, a friend sharpens a friend. Yes. So sharp. You got to be sharp. If you're not sharp, that means you're just kind of, you're soft, right? And, Today's Christian hits. Right. So the same thing you just talk about challenging, holding each other accountable. So there's a framework to what a friendship actually supposed to be. And there, it's almost like a checklist, right? Like, all right, is this guy adding value to my life? Is he keeping me accountable? And when you talked about this podcast, which is kind of like the goal for this is the growth that we're seeing amongst this friendship. And our hope and pray is that people out there have friends that can do this for them or find friends to do so. And going back to what you said, <clears throat> maybe your friendship is just depending on you making a change. So you become the catalyst for your friends to want to do the same. And then all of a sudden you change the frequency of the friendship. And now you're talking about these things and you're finding purpose. And all of a sudden you're talking about God and business and now you're growing and now your friendship is no longer shallow. So I think it's not about changing friends, right? Maybe you have a shallow friendship. Maybe that friend is waiting for you to kind of make that decision. And then you take that friendship to the next level. Or, or though, one thing that's very important too, because I will speak from personal experience. Once I changed, my friends did not change. They just disappeared out of my life. And that's when you'll either outgrow the friendship or you'll take that person along for the ride with you. What a lot of people do, because people are afraid of being alone. People are afraid of being alone. And when they change, when they make that change, and then they see everybody that was in their lives before leaving them and excluding them from their lives, what do they tend to do? They tend to go, go back, back to the bed, to the old habits that they had. Because they want to be accepted. So those friends become an anchor yes. in your life. And it's very important for you to understand, because I'll tell you guys one thing. God has worked in my life in such a mysterious way. I would never picture myself here today, three months ago. Today's Christian Hits. I had a lot of friends. Most of them were not Christians. Right, and I've always thought that nah, they're not gonna influence me, guys. I was so wrong. I was so naive, okay? Because the devil makes the world, the world very enticing, yes. Okay, and it's very easy for you to get deceived by all this fun out there, right? And when I changed my framework, a lot of people disappeared from my life, and at one point I felt alone. I felt wow, you know, everybody's excluding me. People that were at my wedding, as my groomsman didn't include me in anything of on their plans for their wedding, you know? And I'm like, wow, what happened, right? And that's when God started to bring people that actually added value to my life. Gabe being one of them. Gabe, you have been such a blessing in my life. I have no idea. And then I got closer to Nilto. Rodrigo has been with me the entire journey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was there with me. Um, but not only that, he brought mentors to my life. People that are not my friends, but I think mentors are also, it's also something that it's worth talking about because right. mentors are people that you're not friends with. It, it's a different relationship. Are people that they are where I want to be. They're better than me in a lot of ways. And I utilize them as a, as a tool to become better. Right. Right. People that I look up to, people that I go for advice. Why? Because they're an authority on what I'm asking an advice about. And I think that's important too, because when you, let me give you a very stupid example, right? But it's worth saying. You have a group of friends that are all broke. And then you go ask them about Your advice. Your net worth is negative <laughs> no, no, no. $10,000. No, but then you go, you go to them to ask <laughs> advice about how to, how to make money. 
Right. Does that make sense? Like, no. how does that, that person's not qualified to give you advice. Yeah. But he will feel like he is because he doesn't, like, people are proud. They're not going to say, hey, man, I don't even know how to deal with my finances. Let me, let me give you my advice. No. So that's when you look for BYOB. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but usually you got to seek people with authority. And as a newer Christian, right, when you came into my life and you were about my age, I was like, God, I need, you know, talking to this guy. He just gives me a, such a completely different perspective. So God brought people to my life. So you're not going to be alone. So if you start making changes and you see people leaving you, do not be afraid. Be thankful. Be th Oh, yes. yes. Be, be thankful. very thankful. Be thankful for everything. Even when you think when things are dark, be thankful because God is working. Yes. That's his way. Drop a bomb. That's his way to say, hey, guys, I'm working on something. You do not understand it. And you don't have to. We don't have to understand. Just trust God and he will it's work It's almost like life. he's building a puzzle in your life. When you give room, I think when you give room for God to work in your life, it's like he starts building a puzzle and then you're like, and then you start to imagine what the puzzle is going to look like. And then you're like, oh, there's a missing piece here. What the heck? What am I going to do? Yeah. And then you're like focused on the center and then he's working on the edges. That's true. It's and you're like, uh, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on in my life right now. So that's so true, man. Um, one of the one of the things that I, I think is worth mentioning here is those people who you outgrow, not even outgrow, those people who you just end up just they're not gonna be, end up being your friends anymore. They're, you guys are not but gonna that took a different intimate. path than you did. They took a path. Wish them well. Wish them well. If you're one of those people from my past, I've had friendships in the past. I was friends with with a guy for many years, you guys know. Uh, I wish I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he accomplishes what he wants to accomplish in life. It's just our friendship just, we just grew apart. We just grew apart. And it happens. I mean, it will continue to happen. And like I said, I think we are weak in faith, right? When we look back and and people were had so much more faith than we do nowadays. We're always scared. We're always anxious. We're always sad uh because when god start working in our lives guys i talk i talk about this people that know me i talk about this all the time you can't expect drastic change without dr a drastic change in behavior like a drastic change in life if god's gonna change your life to the bet to the better there will be a period of uh, uh, adjustment and that's when growing pains uh, growing yep. pains yes. and that's when you need to be strong that's when you need to have faith that's when you need to be praying the most Right? Because otherwise, the devil is going to keep you down. Dude, and, and change is hard. Like, for us as humans, we seek that, you know, that place being that's comfortable. Exactly, yep. being comfortable. And something that you talk about is be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes. Right? Yes. All these quotes that he says, bro, it's just, it just sticks right here. So, <laughs> no, I got to give it to you, man. It, it's good. It's good stuff. But change is, is a difficult thing to go through, man. And... If you're in that process, like Victor said, keep going, keep thriving, you know, stay consistent and understand that God, he will align people in your life that will truly bless you and you will have the opportunity to bless them, right. you know, Absolutely. and and if God has put people in your life that's mentoring you, know that the people who mentor, I feel like they love doing that, oh, you yeah, know, not do. in a selfish intent, but just like the information that I have. I want to pass that on to the next person, right? Yeah. right? And that helps to bless that person. And 
who knows from that information that you can spread to other people that you can see success in their lives. And that's the Holy Spirit working through us, man. That feeling of, hey, man, I've gone through this because why do you guys feel, why do you think I wanted to start this podcast? Why do you think I got you guys together? Because my life changed so drastically in months, right? right? That I was like, oh my God, I want more people to experience this. This is such a great feel. Like yeah. you guys need it. It's 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 amazing. And it's selfish not to do that. It is God selfish. Tells us not you gotta to go that. out and tell yeah. the world. So yeah. it's that the intent that you have to be a a positive influence in the people around you. So if you're keeping a friend from this information, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing God a disservice. So we have to be pushed to do that. And one of the reasons why the podcast started exactly for that reason, for people to kind of see the change that is happening within us and the, the power that a, a brotherhood and actual friends that keep you accountable has in your life. So God wants to work in your life, but they, the, the, the right people need to be around you in order for him to work through them. And then you make that change. And yeah. one of the, 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 the practical advices that I would say growing up, I always thought that I didn't have enough friends. I thought I was like, damn, this guy has like all these people, all these. And I think now the way I see it, it's a huge red flag. If you have too many friends, you probably don't have a lot of friends. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. if you have a lot of people that you consider friends, one, you don't know the definition of an actual friend. And you've got too many people that are being anchors in your life. So now, right now, I can probably count on one hand how many friends I have. Maybe more. A couple more. That's always been my case. But very, <laughs> But there's a very finite amount of people that, in today, I would say that guy is my friend, that I can go to him with something vulnerable or I can expect him to, to keep me in check because now I have a very actually, clear definition the, 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 of what a friend sh- is and should be in my life. Let me, before I forget, sorry to interrupt you, but you just said something that I, I actually want to challenge people to do the opposite real quick because you said uh, you can be vulnerable with. And I actually think that friends, it's the opposite. When you're vulnerable with somebody, when you're going through a problem, everybody likes to add some, give you advice. Everybody will cherish you and it will pretend to be your friend at that moment. This is how I actually f- define if the person is a good friend of mine or not. It's how they react to my su- success. That's true. That is another. Okay. Uh, because too. everybody loves to see you down. Everybody likes to pity you. People love that. It's a, it's a huge feeling because it makes them feel better about themselves. Yeah. But when you're when you when you're better than them at something, or when you when you thrive in it and they're not, that's when you actually find if that's a true friend or not, because they will either cherish you or they will envy you, and that's how you define a friend. That's the difference between a friend, a brother. Actually, I would say a brother, a brother. between a friend, because if you're gonna be, give practical advice, to you guys, colleagues. And seasonal friends are pretty much the same thing. Are people that are in your life, they're either co-workers, people that do not share the same framework, people that you're going to see throughout your life, but you cannot let them influence you. You can be an influence in their lives, okay? Friends are those guys that you maybe you grew up with, okay? People that um, you know a lot, you have a lot of intimacy with, but you didn't really choose them. They were circumstantial, right? There are people that were just there. Brothers are those very few people that you chose to hold yourself accountable, people that you can open up to, and they're not going to be afraid to tell you how it is. They're going to tell you, hey, dude, what you're doing is not right. 
I don't agree with it, and this is what you should do instead. There and are those people who can have those hard conversations. Exactly. Yes. Those are those people that are not just going to say what you want to hear, and also those are the people that are going to celebrate your successes with you, and even more, they're going to help you succeed. Mm. Right? And I that's think that's awesome. that's what I define brothers. I'm going to drop a bomb for that, bro, because that, that's beautiful. That was powerful. That was beautiful. And honestly, I feel like for for a brotherhood, you're always keeping each other in check. And as Victor said, if we can share success, sometimes that's an ego check for for the other person. Mm-hmm. If you see that they're getting like upset because you're succeeding, it's like, whoa, what do you what do you mean, bro? Like we're supposed to celebrate together, right? You know, there's moments like a, a true true brotherhood, right? When it's moments of despair, you know, that's that's where you guys, you know, you cry together, you come together, and you know, you help that person out. But then success is that moment where you come to celebrate together. And I don't remember exactly the quote that I used in that reel, but it was something like that. Um, And that's something that we need, man. We need people to hold us accountable to all of of our, maybe our mishaps, you know, the things that you could see see something in my life that I'm not seeing, you know, And, and for you guys as well. I feel like there's things that I could be doing that from the outside looking in, you guys could be like, yo, what is he thinking right now? Like, yeah. what is going on through his head? Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's um, we're. This is actually going to be episode one of a series that we're going to talk about relationships, and uh, we're going to end this one here at a good note for you guys. And I want to challenge you folks to re- just think about your friends right now. Think about what you're going through, and exercise what I said. Tell your friends about your successes. And start doing that. For, for a consistent period of time and see how they're going to react. See if they're going to celebrate you or if they're going to envy you. And trust me, you will know. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you next time.